Earlier, there was only one light. Yes. And now there are two. Also, yes. And this is because... I don't know. The gate moved. Yeah! If the hairpin is made from bits of the same stone as Shala's pendant, I thought there might be a reaction. So now we have something that reacts with the gates, but not enough to stabilize one. Unfortunately, yeah. Where did you find the pin? Maybe there's another clue. When you say clue, you make it sound like this is an escape room. (laughs) It is like an escape room. Except if we can't escape, we're trapped here forever. (laughs) Great. I found it in this book. The book about the history of Gardia. This must have been wedged in somehow and I missed it. It was next to this bit about Yakra. And how it is that the fool King Gardia... The fool King Gardia the 21st couldn't tell his wife from some future teenager anyway. She shows up, and the king calls out to search for his wife while his wife is kidnapped and devoured by Akra. I don't blame Akra's family for holding a grudge against Guardia for almost 400 years. Fiend wars aside, the Guardians are clearly not too bright. How they held on to power for a thousand years is anyone's guess. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Zeal Archives, covering the A to Z of the world of Chrono Trigger. Today, as we dig into the archives, we'll be talking about probably the first boss that you ever encounter in the game. We're going to be talking about something that I'm not entirely sure what it is, but we're going to be talking about Yakra. And I, I think that might even be a good place to start, which is, honestly, what the heck is Yakra? Yeah, the, the first thing you want to think is that he's um, one of the fiends, right? He's one of the non-human beings in 600. But like in terms of like in terms of his specific biology, like what animal he resembles? Well, I, I mean, we know that there, there are a lot of fiends and the fiends don't necessarily adhere to any particular physiology. Mm-hmm. And, and we do know that he's allied with the fiends. Yes. But like I remember playing through the game during the race against time and UG were like, wait, that's where its eyes are? <laughs> yeah. Like, for reference, I decided to Google Yakra, and someone else had the same problem. It's like, was looking at this wrong the whole time. And if you ever take a look at the sprite, Yakra is like this yellowish bulb thing with weird claw-like feet. And the eyes are actually the part down near the teeth. But like, because it has these huge, gigantic blue bulbous things, they also look like eyes, but they're actually the horns. Yeah, because the horns could be the eyes, and then the eyes could be like a nose, like a snout or something. And it like, it just like I never, I never saw what was intended uh, with the with the sprite, especially because he's like crawling around on the floor and stuff. He's also a little like insecty, like he's got a lot of legs. Yeah, and this was one of the notes that I made. He has horns, he has weird spiky feet, and he can shoot needles. Insect seems likely. Is Yakra potentially related to Lavos somehow? Yeah, he's got a lot of Lavos about him, actually. Fairly round. The feet are definitely a pretty good, like the hooves, I guess, are a pretty good match. Yeah, it could be like a particular a piece of Lavos that broke off, or like a, a very young uh, Lavos spawn that... <laughs> Because we don't, 
We don't know a, lot, a whole lot about Lavos's like intelligence. No, we we don't even know if Lavos is malicious, right? Like you're like, hey, I'm gonna murder you because you're gonna destroy the planet. But it's like I don't know. Lavos could just be some big dumb space virus. He's Galacticus. I guess in that sense, that kind of rules out Lavos as being a likely thing because Yakra clearly has some sort of intelligence. Yeah, he's got he's got an agenda for sure, and the agenda is to be the chancellor of gardia twice twice uh, whether it's like yakra or yakra the 13th he's he's got some beef going on there but not not the king he wants to be the chancellor i think the second time around he has to, he wants to be the chancellor so that he can secretly do things because the chancellor oh man i realize now as we talk about this more there's definitely some interesting government set up in, in gardia. <laughs> but like he he wants to be the chancellor so he can kind of follow through with a plan from like i don't know 400 years ago but talking about the Chancellor, like, Yakra is also one of the few kinds of characters in the game that we've seen that can shapeshift. Yeah. Like, I, at, I presume that's what's happening. He's not, he's not wearing a costume. I don't know how you'd fit all that much junk into that <laughs> small trunk. Yeah. Um, yeah, he could just, like, seamlessly shapeshift, apparently. Yeah, and the only characters we've seen see that are Specchio to a very limited degree and Flea more overtly. Mass and Moon, maybe? That's less of a, a shape-shifting and more of a, like, fusion ha kind of thing. Yeah, but he doesn't turn into, like, what the two of them would look like combined. He turns into an entirely different thing. Oh, yes, yeah. Yakra seems to be the one who's trying to take advantage of this to, to disguise himself. <laughs> yeah. So he's basically trying to be Dick Cheney. Do you mean Bill Murray trying to be big Dick Cheney? Or, or what, what do you mean here? I mean, yeah, I mean, Yakra's trying to be Dick Cheney. He's trying to be the, uh, the real real power oh the power behind the throne kind of situation yes okay yeah i mean there's a little bit of that and entirely we don't know his motivations in 600 ad because that, like that's where everything starts that's where the grudge starts yeah what i find weird is that if he is a, if he is associated with the fiends there's no mention of that no we, we just know that there's some alliance there that's it yeah and maybe it's like hey don't mention that you're fiends don't be you know affiliated with us even if they are able to draw the conclusions on their own and we don't want you to, to give up the whole game here so it could be that but yeah never mentioned yakura it seems to be an uh an individual acting alone i mean kind of so let's let's talk a little bit about in game when you encounter yakura so we, we talked about like what is yakura and not some not a ton of conclusive bits there but there are more conclusive bits if we talk about where Yakura shows up. Mm-hmm. Not knowing what he is, we do know that we encounter Yakura at the Manolia Cathedral. Yakura reveals itself as uh, having been disguised as the Chancellor, which we mentioned. And originally, the only motivations we get for Yakura is that he wants to eat the Queen. Oh. Okay. Yep. Like, you know, we're playing this game about grand tales across time, and your first boss is just like, hey, saw your Queen, thought she'd be pretty tasty. He should have done that while he had the chance. Nice queen might eat her later. Yeah, really. So even there, we don't have like a clear connection to the to the fiends. Even we know that the Manolia Cathedral has like a a shrine to Magus. That's right. Yep. And we know that many of the, the like the nagas that exist there and the other monsters that exist there revere Magus and presumably are allied with the fiends. Mm-hmm. We don't really know why they have a foothold in the cathedral, but it, we don't really know a lot of Yakra's motivations. No, and this is, I guess, the introduction to, like, the idea of the fiends. 
it's kind of like a threat close to home idea. Yeah. Because even the the bridge where we know that somehow the fiends are present there, despite not being present on the lower continent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've they've made a foothold at this cathedral, which you're quick to dispatch. Be cool if like a level that is one step more intricate than the game is, I think. But if you didn't kill all of them, if some of them found their way into the castle, like dressed as humans. Oh, interesting. Yeah. And I mean, that that also raises questions like you defeated Yakra. So how did Yakra have offspring? Yeah. These are things we're not meant to dig too deep into. Alien style? <laughs> oh, like eggs yeah. planted somewhere beneath the cathedral that erupts? Yeah, something like that. Actually, even Dragon Ball Z style, you got some Piccolo-esque egg thing going on. Oh, certainly. Yeah, he just shoots an egg out uh, next to the castle, I guess. Yeah. If you're playing through Chrono Trigger and you were looking for some tips to try to beat Yakra, uh, there's a couple things to keep in mind. He's got some attacks that are really rough. He's got Iron Orb Strike, which I believe cuts your HP in half. Uh, Needle Spin, Yakra Shake, and Yakra Crazy Drive, many of which are counterattacks. What is crazy drive? Uh, I think that's when Yakra literally bounces around in like a triangle pattern attacking everyone oh. in your party. Yeah, it's the first time we get uh, whole party uh, hits, I think. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, there's not a lot of strategy to beating Yakra. Uh, Yakra is going to counterattack pretty much anything you throw at it and will counterattack everyone. But if you're pretty close by, he won't counterattack. So just wait patiently because it's i I believe yakra moves pretty slowly yeah and just attack when he's nearby Uh, at this point you have frog chrono and luca in your party there's no variation nope there's no there's no choice for you to make so this is a perfect opportunity to use z's favorite attack x strike all you have to do is make sure uh chrono cyclone i think which unless you've been avoiding every single battle until you hit yakra you will have and just like x strike until you run out of MP and then just get Luca to like heal or top up the MP or possibly attack. But as we previously discussed, Luca does not have very high attack. No, so she's probably best, best left at this point. There are other moments for her to shine, but today is not that day. I was always fascinated watching to see what kind of an X they'd make, especially when, especially when all they make is like a straight line. Oh yeah. When like the two, the characters so far away and the two of them are so close together. It's like literally like a pair of scissors. It's, it's so close together. Yeah. But I, it's, I prefer that to like, they like, instead of them just putting like the same X, no matter where the characters are. I appreciate <laughs> like, cause one, one thing that was so cool about the game is that, that like, like all the, all that stuff really stems from where your characters are. So it just, it changes the optics a little bit. Like when you do Delta force, for example, it like creates a slightly different shape depending on where everyone's standing. So like that that was a cool detail that most games don't have that they didn't have to put in there, but is there. Yeah, and I think in an upcoming episode that becomes really critical because you kind of have to wait till the characters just nudge slightly close enough together for you to use, say, like a fire whirl or a cyclone to hit as many as, as possible. Yeah, there's there's a there's a slight amount of strategy to it as well. Yeah. So I got a question for you, G. Yes. So it, it may be a long time since you've played Chrono Trigger for the first time. Mm. I know it's been a long time for me, but this is kind of the first like victory moment in the game. This is the first boss, as we mentioned. What was it like for you beating Yakra? 
the first thing I remember doing, um, this is actually in subsequent things because I wasn't smart. I wasn't as on the ball as it was uh, first time, but like being able to run past the, the guard, the enemies that like box you in and on the bridge just before Yakra. Had such a sense of accomplishment being able to sneak past them and get to the save point. But I remember being like, oh, this is serious biz now. As I mentioned before, it was like, oh, this guy can, can hit hit everyone at, the, at once. And you don't necessarily have a tool for fighting that. And also he had he had like his needle attack that just hit one person, but it took them all almost down to like nothing. So yeah, I don't I don't think I died at Yakra the first time I played the game. But I remember being like I remember thinking it was gonna be kinda of like Breath of Fire a little bit. In that it was like, okay, you fight, you're you're about to fight this guy. It's like, oh, just the Chancellor's here. And then he turns into Yakra. Like every boss in Breath of Fire 2 <laughs> was like, oh, I'm just this person, but I'm evil and I'm actually this monster. So like I think I think I had that a lot of that on my mind. I'm like, oh, everyone's everyone's secretly a monster in this game. It turned out not to be the case. But I was, I was very comfortable and being able to as I said, being able to use X Strike was was fun. I might have even read use X Strike like before I played it for the first time. Right. Like this might have been one of those moments where you're on like Tales of Narsh or whatever that website was, and it's oh. like, oh hey, if you're fighting this. Probably in Nintendo Power. Oh hey. Yeah. I remember being I remember being satisfying. And how about you? I I don't remember a lot because I feel like Chrono Trigger was probably one of those games that I was playing on a ROM on like my really old PC. I mean old compared to now, obviously, but also not like the most powerful at the time. Mm-hmm. I remember boasting about it being a Pentium 4 as if that was like really good. But I think I, I actually did get wiped out a couple of different times just because I wasn't super familiar with RPGs. So my strategy was just like, just keep attacking. And I certainly wouldn't have figured out the counterattack pattern. I would have just, I, it wouldn't have occurred to me that the distance between you and the monster determines whether or not it attacks you. That's not, that's, that's kind of nuance that wasn't in a lot of games before it no and i didn't even know that the counterattack rules until i did the research for this episode <laughs> i just like oh wow the next time we do the race this will be really useful to know <laughs> i don't think i saw the chancellor move coming i i just kind of expected to fight the chancellor which might have been a really interesting battle just fighting this scrawny little old dude yeah see him having some wizard aspects to him yeah um, I didn't explore nearly as much of the cathedral as I did later on in life. For example, I never encountered the weird secret side passage that really ties the cathedral to Magus. I don't think I did either. My my style is usually to to blaze through as fast as possible. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and that thing in particular, I think you have to... There's a room that has the decoys, and that's like your tip-off that, hey, the chancellor may not be the chancellor. Yes. Uh, and I don't think I encountered that on my first run through the game. But then if you happen to like wander along the right-hand edge of the room, there's like an entrance to the other room. Right. And I may have encountered that first room, maybe on the first playthrough, but probably on a subsequent one. And I definitely didn't encounter the other part until I probably read about it in a fac. I feel like you get like actually a pretty good item from that room, the room that has the mega statue. I want to say it's a uh, 
Nice set of armor or like a defender or something. Beside the statue are two treasure chests. One contains a guardian bangle and the other a speed belt. Yeah, those are pretty good accessories. Yeah, for that early? Yeah, guardian bangle gives you plus two to stamina. Okay. And speed bangle increases your speed by two, which is really useful when you have like Luca, Marl, and Chrono because as spellcasters, they tend to be slower. That's true. I can tell you that I definitely did not come across the fabled Naga at Bromide until I read about it in a fact much later. I did. I definitely got it and did not follow up. Like every time I play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> it's completely non-obvious. Like Chrono Trigger fortunately is a game where you don't go rummaging through cabinets. Like no. Breath of Fire, I remember being really bad for that. You're like, oh, we'd be playing the game and you would say, go check out this cabinet. And I'm like, why? Why would every single cabinet have things? And it doesn't, but a few do. Yes. Uh, and in Chrono Trigger, there's this one room you go to. It's on like the left side of the cathedral. You enter the room. There's nothing in it. But if you open the drawer, it'll tell you that you got this secret Naga et Bromide, which itself is like a very long story to explain what that is. But like you get it. You have to fight some dudes. And then only if you encounter this one person on the southern continent, does it even mean anything? What What does it mean? Oh, you, you talk to an old dude and he's like, oh, wow, is that the Naga at Bromide? And he like quickly takes it from you uh-huh. and then gives you a, a tab, a capsule rather. Oh, okay. Because I, I would get it every time and just be like, well, I guess that's fun flavor that that thing is here. and never, ever knew that it did anything or followed up with it. No, and it's uh, apparently a Bromide is could refer to like a Japanese word for like a photograph, which were often processed with like bromine. Okay. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like a sexy picture of a Naga. I see. Got it. Which is why the creepy old man takes it. I think I thought it was a brooch or something. That seems reasonable. Yeah. (laughs) Something I never looked into, obviously. Um, But, but to answer your question of like, what was it like? Like, I think I died a lot actually. And I was really satisfied to beat the boss and was really hoping not to have to go through the cathedral and fortunately did not have to as it just whisks you back to Guardia Castle. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, because the, the chance leaves the room. It's like, hey, wait for me. And then, and then you're just back in the castle. Yeah, I forget. Can you just leave? I, you don't have to untie the chancellor, I think. No, he, he don't have to, uh, to open the treasure chest. If you, if you don't, I think he just pops out. But did you fight the decoy Yakra? And the Chancellor was the real Yakra all along. Well, that was unhelpful and off-topic. Gaspar had a lot of free time. Another dead end. It's like we have a piece of the puzzle, but we don't know what we're putting together. Yes! And the puzzle piece has no edges. Sure. And we're blindfolded. I think I am capable of understanding how screwed we are without further metaphors. <sighs> God, I'm tired. At least we won't starve to death. Lovely. I don't know how long we're going to be here, so I'm going to go get some rest. Even though we haven't found anything, I think we're close. We've got something reacting to the gates. I'm going to keep digging. Sure, I guess. Don't be up too late. 
Not that I can tell what time it is anyway. The Zeal Archives is a Nixcast production and can be found on most podcatchers or at the source, zealarchives.com. If you have comments, criticisms, or kudos for episodes past, present, or future, we are on Twitter and Facebook as Zeal Archives. To learn more about the hosts, TNG, you can also check out thenixcast.com or on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram at thenixcast. And now, a special announcement. Begin energy transfer. Huh? The war fields seem to be affected by the pendant. Did I make it back? To that moment? There might still be time. On August 10th and 11th, join me at twitch.tv slash theraceagainsttime. Join Chrono, Marl, Robo, Isla, Frog, me, Luca, and a whole cast of other folks from your world in a race against time to stop Lavos and raise money for the Alzheimer's Society of Canada. The Alzheimer's Society of Canada is dedicated to improving the quality of life for folks affected by Alzheimer's disease and other dementias and advancing the search for its causes and cures. Every single cent we raise goes to them. Last year, we broke all of our old records and raised over $1,200. This year, for the Race Against Time, with new guests and new prizes, we want to raise a goal of $1,500. If we can all help out, history as we know it may be changed forever. Please visit raceagainsttime.io for more information about the race or to find out how you can be a part of a future that did not refuse to change. Now, how do I get back? I guess I shouldn't have tinkered with the telepod.